The Final Fantasy 16 previews are in, and I can happily say that I think I was wrong about this title. Up to now, I could tell that the graphics and the scope of the game were impressive, but I was worried the combat wasn't going to really land on my preferences. Not that the combat would be bad, but that it would sort of be in a vein that isn't one that I enjoy. It looked very Devil May Cry infused and in a JRPG style that, you know, even the basic enemies were taking a long time to kill. And while I still can see those Devil May Cry influences with long woven together combos I don't think this game is going to be as out of step with what I enjoy in combat as I thought the new batch of Final Fantasy 16 gameplay clearly shows how wrong I was the Devil May Cry influence is still there and it is still obviously more JRPG than a western action RPG but I think this game looks like another one that will fight for my attention I want to walk through the previews and talk about the action in the combat first and foremost but I also want to talk about the graphics and then consider this game as a game of the year contender and I put all of that good information right here at the beginning of the video so that you don't have to go searching for it it is a live stream so the videos are longer I discuss the opening monologue with the live stream afterwards well the Final Fantasy 16 previews are here along with a bunch of new gameplay and I'm thrilled to say that I think I was wrong about this game. The gameplay up to now has showcased amazing huge icon boss fights, but the more basic combat looked drawn out. It looked very spongy. It didn't look action-oriented enough for my preferences. Again, this is a this is a preferential thing that I felt about what we had seen up to this point. In light of the latest gameplay, I think some of the early looks at the game were holding back. Maybe they were hamstrung. Maybe they weren't allowed to show showcase all of the abilities or it could have just been a player that lacked experience we've seen that with other games before and oftentimes that can certainly be the case when game previews and game demos and b-roll are being sent out there are all kinds of great abilities that can be used in the moment-to-moment combat in final fantasy 16 you don't have to save them for the big icon fight so i want to break this into three parts first i do want to discuss the action combat and what the Final Fantasy 16 previews are saying. Second, I want to discuss the graphics and look at just how incredible this game looks. Lastly, I do want to consider Game of the Year contender. You know, in my Spider-Man 2 Game of the Year discussion, I wasn't really dismissive of Final Fantasy 16, but I think some of my bias was keeping me from seeing the game fully. I do think we're looking at a Game of the Year contender. I'm going to argue why, and I do want to consider where this game lands against The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is currently everybody's Game of the Year frontrunner. So, let's take a look at what everybody is saying about the combat. All right, GameSpot had the following to say about what longtime fans are set to experience. Quote, not only are long timers of Final Fantasy in the new, in for a new type of story, they're in for completely different gameplay experience. While RPG elements are still present, this is by and large a fast-paced, stylus action game in the vein of Devil May Cry. 
And it was this description from them that sort of put me on this path. And then Tech Rate Tech Raptor drove me to look at the new gameplay because I was sort of not paying much attention to this game. I watched a couple of trailers, looked at the gameplay and said, that's going to be a gorgeous game, but it just doesn't look like it's going to be for me. I think more and more gamers need to maybe take this approach. Like if a game's not going to be for you, then don't insist that it be made for you. The new gameplay that I saw from IGN that I've been showing periodically here really has me feeling like I was wrong about this game. From Tech Raptor, combat is probably what people are going to either love or hate. If you're among the turn-based only crowd, this may not be your cup of tea. Unlike the Final Fantasy VII Remake, 16 is uncompromising in its action RPG nature. This is a long-standing debate, right? I don't think there are many people left who want turn-based. I don't see a lot of turn-based advocates out there. I'm not trying to dismiss you. I just don't think there's a lot of you left anymore. I think a lot of people have just sort of transcended into embracing more action-style combat. As far as I can tell, most fans of the franchise are okay with leaving turn-based behind. It's not really had a huge presence in the game in a long time anyway. The rest from Tech Raptor I felt like was helpful in getting a picture for how the combat feels. Quote, that being said, if you do like action, you're probably going to adore the battles in this game. They feel flashy, visceral, impactful, and very satisfying. You're gradually provided with a wide variety of actions and spells that certainly feel very diverse in their nature, encouraging their tactical and skillful use against enemies. So... They even went on to say that the game was appropriately challenging. They said it's not going to feel like a Souls game, obviously, but it is a challenging game. It's going to be tough even for people who like action-adventure-style games with this sort of fast-paced combat. While, of course, they did make mention of the game-helping accessories you can use if you use the story-focused mode. There's these different accessories that will do you know, auto-dodges and just let you mash one button for combat if you're wanting to sort of play through the game in a more linear less challenging fashion a lot of what we've seen in the gameplay I think looks fast, it looks impactful it looks efficient and a lot of this is because of the abilities early footage was very hack and slash and likely that was why some of the footage had me saying man these enemies are taking a really long time to kill, I I tend to find that unappealing when the most basic enemies that you're seeing even some of them here they were at level and they just took a while to take down GameRant.com had the following to say It's still surprising just how much of the combat feels more like a character action game. With various icon abilities available by pressing R2 and a face button, Clive can more than just hack and slash enemies. His combat suite, which starts out small but grows as the story progresses, becomes more strategic and filled with bombast. Now that use of the word strategic is likely where the Devil May Cry influence is going to come into play. You're going to want to string together combos. More on that in just a moment. Many people have made mention of the combos. Now once I connected what was sort of happening in the footage and why it looked different than some of the other footage I had seen, I was ready to admit I was wrong. I think this game will be a catalyst game for me. At least it stands to chance to be a catalyst game for me helping me enjoy a style of combat that I usually shy away from Devil May Cry games and you know all the numbers on the screen JRPG style combat has just never really appealed to me and Final Fantasy 16 might be able to change that but just to be clear the game has a lot of western style RPG influence it won't feel 
like those staple Western RPGs, even though it's drawing inspiration and maybe moving a little bit more into the middle, not firmly leaving behind Devil May Cry or JRPG style, but leaning a little bit towards Western RPG titles. According to Deserto, it's not going to feel like the Western RPGs that you might be familiar with. Final Fantasy's combat doesn't feel anything like what you might find in The Witcher or Assassin's Creed. Instead, once you get into a brawl, the game oozes Devil May Cry. Now, they say that the combo system is fast, it's fluid, being able to swap simultaneously is somewhat like another game. They said that, think of it almost like the new lightsaber stances in Jedi Star Wars, Sur- uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It creates this expansive fluid system where there's that's a ton of fun to use. They're not saying that it's like that, they're just saying it, to give you a touchstone idea of, hey, you're constantly switching between things. That's going to be what this game feels like. And if you watch some of the combat, you can sort of get a feel for that idea that there's just tons of back and forth and weaving combos together. This is what convinced me to give this combat a second look. Because listen, the boss fights, the big icon fights looked incredible. They looked fun. And according to Deserto, that trend emerges early on that you're more facing single targets as opposed to big massive groups or tons of trash ads. Quote, Final Fantasy 16, at least in its early portions, is very interested in longer engagements with a single target. And I was always okay with those instances. I thought they looked very good. I thought that looks like a fun face-off, really big bosses, reminiscent of like maybe a Monster Hunter or an Elden Ring or a Dark Souls, where you just have sort of this big set piece, this big giant health bar that you saw just there. And those looked really fun. Even this face-off right here uh, was doing very well on Twitter. And I used this video from somebody else. They had tweeted this portion and said this was you know one of the sexiest pieces of combat they had seen. And I said, you know, do, do you think this game stands to win game of the year? We'll debate about that in just a second. Now, they said that this offered great opportunities to try out new combos as they saw those damage numbers increasing. So those nice, big, drawn-out fights against one target gives you sort of an environment to see which combos are the most effective, and that's probably why in some of the footage we're seeing now, they're killing minor enemies or just red bar enemies faster than we saw before. Players are just getting their hands on the game, and they're able to experiment they're able to learn and do a better job now i will say there are two themes with boss fights that have had my attention since the beginning fights like this here the icon fights the scope and graphical fidelity and the fluidity is simply stunning they truly feel like large-scale epic fights from a movie And what looks like a QTE, a quick time event, is actually a moment-to-moment crazy fight. It's like a fighting game gets infused with Dragon Ball Z. It's like you just huge landscapes getting in these huge battles. Some of the previews were careful not to give too much detail in this category about the large, expansive fights, but they gave assurance they get better and better. Game Rant simply said this, It felt like part Lord of the Rings, part Kaiju battle in all the best ways. And they didn't want to go into detail about some of the fights. They don't want to spoil anything. Second, the other thing that really got my attention early on about this game were the regular boss fights. I used the video that was sort of trending on Twitter. It looked like a mini boss to ask about game of the year. And in that footage, there's this real tight iframe 
dodging thing happening. It looked really crisp and really smooth, and the movement looked incredible. It feels a bit like a Souls game with like soul-sized bosses, but then you have the action-infused Devil May Cry abilities and really fast movement. The more I see, the more I want to play, which is the opposite of how I felt with the last batch of gameplay pieces when they started circulating. I really was thinking to myself, I'll play this the day it comes out, I'll show it off, but this is probably not going to be my kind of game. Now, I do think we need to talk about graphics. This does factor, I think, into the Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man 2, okay? This is a factor in the room that I don't think can be ignored. First, in the realm of the discussion, we should include some of the comments from Yoshi P about PS5 exclusivity. He spoke with Game Informer and had the following to say. From a developer and programmer perspective, limiting development to one system makes it not only easier on us, but allows us the ability to optimize it. And that allows us the ability to maximize performance for that one system because we're only concentrating on that one system. I really hope this starts to get as an established fact in the larger discussion about this, okay? The PC game discussion is going to be addressed in another upload. If you want to see my thoughts on Jim Ryan's comments, that'll be an upload later today. If you're watching this as a past broadcast, go check out that upload. I think so many people are missing the boat on that discussion, and even Yoshi P's comments, I think, are helpful in that discussion. He went on beyond this, though. Quote from Game Informer. On top of that, Yoshida says the team gets a lot of help from the first party, PlayStation in this instance, and its developers and programmers who help maximize the game's performance. Quote, it allows us to create the game that we want to create, and it makes it easier for us to do that. I think any discussion about how great Final Fantasy looks has to keep this in mind. It's the background and the context for how great this game looks and runs. And also, take note, the exclusivity debate pretty much ends with Yoshi P's comments because everybody wants to talk about Final Fantasy being taken from Xbox or blocked from Xbox. According to Yoshi P from the Game Informer article, quote, when, do we, when we do begin development, we approach multiple platforms, multiple companies about releasing the game. And when you approach them, they're going to come back to us with their offers. The team and Square Enix then consider all those offers and they decide what's the best for the project. Unsurprising, the reality isn't the false narrative that you see on Twitter. Blocked from Xbox? No, it sounds like Sony made a more compelling offer. Even the morning that I wrote this end of this monologue, I saw a development company on Twitter being given grief about the Inspector Gadget game not coming to Xbox. The company simply tweeted, if the demand is strong enough, we will consider the possibility of offering the title on Xbox. Well, maybe your platform isn't the best platform for demand and sales. Maybe commentary from indie studios and smaller dev companies leading up to today about needing to be on Game Pass to be successful on Xbox, maybe that's possibly driving devs away or maybe it's somehow sony's fault anyway i think that's important in this discussion because every time final fantasy comes up we want to have this blocked from xbox stolen from xbox nonsense and that's just not the case now when they discussed art style and graphics tech raptor had the following to say The visuals are certainly impressive, and I'm not just talking about pure spectacle. While that's certainly present, it's more of a matter of style. Final Fantasy XVI must be the most grounded and realistic game that I've seen in the franchise. 
And when this discussion comes up, I don't think this is necessarily always meant to include like, oh, it's a photorealistic game. This still maintains the fantasy. More from that same article. While realism is certainly a key word in this game, it doesn't abandon its fantasy nature. The beauty is in the balance. The world is full of impressive and fantastic vistas, and the bombastic battles among icons are when the developers really leaned into the fact that this is still ultimately a Final Fantasy. Now, Game Rant actually agrees that the game is good-looking. Many people have talked about how gorgeous this game is. But it also has, according to them in the previews, great music. Final Fantasy has always excelled when it comes to visuals, and 16 continues that trend. It's a gorgeous game that, as mentioned, features plenty of spectacle in its early moments. Alongside a game that looks amazing, the soundtrack plays into the high fantasy tropes extremely well, while also indulging some classic musical cues as well. So obviously, art style and graphical fidelity can be subjective, but it'd be foolish to deny the sheer spectacle and the power displayed in Final Fantasy XVI gameplay that we've seen up to now. Graphical achievement is something that can be actually measured. The undeniable size, scope, and intensity of some of these fights is something that you can measure. And with performance looking rock solid, even your subjective opinion about how it looks doesn't really negate if it's good objectively. Now, I will talk about something that we've heard in the Game of the Year discussion because we have heard some areas of the game are not hitting 60 FPS, and I don't tolerate that. I don't care who's making the game. I don't care what platform it's on. So, is this a Game of the Year contender? Right now, the big debate centers around whether or not anybody can beat Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and at one level, I agree with that sentiment. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is one of those games that transcends good game. It's an impactful game. It's a memorable game. But we can't ignore the graphical constraints and the graphical restraints in Zelda. Both Final Fantasy XVI and Spider-Man 2 look to raise the bar on graphical fidelity and performance. And that should be taken into consideration. That doesn't mean that pretty game equals better game, but immersion, gameplay, moment-to-moment intensity, and even combat. These systems are impacted. These touchstones are impacted by graphics and performance. Go back and replay really old games, and they just don't hit as strong as modern games. Elements of Zelda are not even landing with big fans of the game. One shrine in particular has been criticized at being sub-20 FPS. Others have taken issue with the core abilities and the weather in the game causing big, big frame per second drops and dips. And if I'm honest, I've overlooked these things, but that doesn't mean that they're not there. My own personal love for Zelda Tears in the Kingdom doesn't erase these problems, so the question becomes, at what point do we consider performance and graphics creating a divide between games? We're hearing from YouTuber Maximilian that Final Fantasy 16 demos that they played in these previews, the open world areas were 30 FPS and the combat was 60 FPS. This is something that I would take issue with. That doesn't sound like you harness the power of the PS5. It sounds like you went too hard and you're not able to maintain that stability. I'll remain consistent on this. Next-gen games should be offering 60 FPS performance. Plenty of games have already done it. If you don't do it, then you made the choice to deprioritize it for graphical reasons or, I don't know, ineptitude. If you're not able to get the 60 FPS everywhere, you made a choice somewhere that caused that to happen. Now, some have speculated that it's not going to run like that in the full game, so we'll have to wait for the full game to come out to know just what the frames per second is in this game. 
Given that it maintains 60 FPS in these big giant icon fights, I don't see why that wouldn't be possible in the open world, but again, we don't know what decisions that they made. Either way you shake it, reviews of games should consider performance and graphics. It's not the deciding factor, it's not the primary thing, unless of course performance is disruptive or bad like in Jedi Survivor or Redfall. That should definitely count against accolades, awards, and review scores. So at some level, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom's a technical marvel, the fact that it runs on the Switch's limited power, but they could have handled weather, abilities, and some of the shrines differently to maintain 30 FPS. And if they couldn't, that's just all the more reason that we need a Nintendo Switch 2. After it's all said and done, I wouldn't underestimate Final Fantasy 16. Many people underestimated Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, myself included. Some called it DLC. I was just excited for more Zelda. If Zelda Tears of the Kingdom proves anything, it's that Final Fantasy 16 can certainly be more than just another Final Fantasy. It could be a strong Game of the Year contender. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Final Fantasy 16 feels like another game where the early footage wasn't handled as well as it could have been. The big icon fights and the graphics looked incredible, but first glimpses at basic combat looked very long, drawn out, and spongy. I remember remarking that the boss fights looked amazing, but the meat and potatoes combat looked like a slog. It's clear that those early pieces of gameplay just didn't utilize the abilities and the speed that Clive has at his disposal. The right game, the second thing I want to say, the right game can serve as a catalyst into a whole new gaming space. It happened to me with FromSoft games, and it took a Star Wars game to get me there. Final Fantasy 16 could be the game to make me appreciate Devil May Cry combat. It could make me appreciate JRPG style of game delivery. And maybe even the differentiating approach to all the numbers popping up, tons of abilities, weaving combos together. So my conclusion is this. I feel too many people are jumping to early conclusions in the Game of the Year discussion. And I say that as someone who readily admits Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the game to beat. But I maintain that it can be beat. The idea that nothing can topple it feels premature. Nobody knew Tears of the Kingdom was going to be as good as it is. We all knew it would be a popular game. It would be commercially successful. It's Zelda after all. But it's great test, I think. It's a great test case, and it's proof positive that games can far exceed their predecessors. And as far as I can tell, Final Fantasy 16 aims to do just that. And that is the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. What an amazingly strong start to the week. Uh, it looks like we're getting some clarification on the Final Fantasy 16 60 frames per second. I want to clarify a question going around. Final Fantasy 16 is for a fact 60 FPS in performance mode in the open zones. However, the build that we played in the open zone specifically was older and locked at 30 FPS. Yoshi P himself said during PAX East and already showed us that the zones are in fact 60 FPS if you select it. Please check the video posted below. Thank you for that clarification. I think that's helpful. I made room for that in the show open. I thought that's probably not how it's going to be in the launch, okay? People have speculated that. Let's get our first coffee orders of the day. Let's get our first members going. We already have 200 likes. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome into another day here at Reforge Gaming. And one more day to discuss a game that I think people are underestimating, right? I, I think people are underestimating Final Fantasy 16, you know? 
they are counting this game out. They're like, no, nothing's beating Zelda. Nothing's beating Zelda. And I'm like, listen, man, Zelda's the game to beat, okay? Zelda is a game to beat. Is the game to beat, but it can be beat. It, it's it's not unbeatable. It's not untoppable. That's a fun word to say. It's not untoppable, okay? Why is everyone doubting Starfield? Because we've seen quite a bit of Starfield. I don't see a game of the year game in the stuff that we've seen from Starfield. I don't. When I look at Spider-Man 2, commentary around Spider-Man 2, the way they're talking about it, I'm saying, okay, that's a game. that sounds like a game of the year contender. And then I look at Final Fantasy 16, and I'm like, I don't know, man. People are counting this game out way too early. Way too early. I, You know... Breath of the Wild was game of the year. Final Fantasy 15, 15 was a massive letdown. Oh yeah, I, I don't I don't think we can draw that. Yeah yeah yeah. I don't think Final Fantasy fifteen to sixteen is the same as Breath of the Wild to Tears of the Kingdom. Right? I, yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen. Everybody really disliked that one. Come on. Starfield gameplay looks super rough. Zelda's Metacritic dropped to ninety five. Oh the horror. Until Spider-Man 2 uh, comes out, that will be the game to beat. I watched some stuff and was intrigued. Haven't played a Final Fantasy since the PlayStation 2 days, says Zubair. I doubt Final Fantasy 76 uh, in space wins game of the year. Well, I don't... I'm sorry, Final Fantasy 76. I doubt Fallout 76 in space wins game of the year. I had somebody in my comments giving me grief because somebody asked a question in passing about has Fallout ever won game of the year? Apparently, back in like 2008 or something, before I was even doing YouTube, (laughs) apparently, I was, you know, I spoke in passing. I said, I don't think so. I didn't say no, absolutely not. I wasn't familiar. I said, I I, I don't think so. You know, holding me to that standard is incredible in the live environment. Like, my mistake, all you you Fallout guys. Gee, many Christmas. This guy was very upset with me in my comments. I was like, "I, I just said I don't think so. You know, I don't have anything against Fallout. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 Suzuki and Friends Edition. Yo, Dark Taco just got a gifted member from DK Beggar. DK Beggar starting off the day right. Gifted a member, and it goes to Dark Taco. Love the Scarface theme Megatron shirt. Thank you. Yes, this comes from the Transformers collection over there at 80s Tees. Always remember to use my code over there. Was Lono wrong? There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I was wrong about Zelda as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Final Fantasy 16, I wasn't wrong about it in, like, I said from the very beginning, Final Fantasy 16 gameplay looks incredible. It really does look incredible. But here's the thing. I was being honest with myself. I was looking at the gameplay, and I was saying, I don't know, man. I I don't dig that super long, drawn-out JRPG style where, you know, a, a moth takes five minutes to beat right I, I just I, I don't I don't do that I don't play games like that I want things to be you know moments to moment I want things to be a little bit faster paced and I looked at the boss fights and I looked at the icon fights and I thought that looks amazing and then I saw the basic fights where he was just fighting trash ads and I thought my gosh it's taken forever well that combat against the combat that they just released in the previews is very different in the previews now, we're seeing people using all of these icon abilities. You don't have to just turn into the icon to fight some big boss. You can use the abilities 
in the moment-to-moment fights, and he's killing things super fast, right? He's like zooming in, smack, 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 lifts him up, slams him down, execution with the sword, like sticks it in him. I'm like, dude, let me play that game. I just realized that my I wasn't trying to have like my box. I've got a box down there that was that was uh, that was supposed to be opened, and I haven't opened it yet. <clears throat> Cloud Strife with five months. Zelda is a great game, but clearly, looking at my profile pick, it's Final Fantasy 16 for me. The combat chains will be next level, but it won't beat Zelda for game of the year. Don't let him try and use a technicality. <laughs> no, I'm saying I was wrong. I. I think I'm going to enjoy the combat. I really do. I was like looking at the combat in these previews. I was like, wait a minute. Where were all these abilities a couple of weeks ago? He was just swinging a sword and taking forever to kill everything. Now he's got this giant flaming wing that comes out and he's doing a big blue flash and things are flying around. I'm like, where was all this a couple of weeks ago? A couple of weeks ago, he was trying to kill a moth with the sword and it took five minutes. I'm being hyperbolic, but you know what I'm saying? Like... You've seen these kinds of games before where you go up to a basic enemy and it's like swag, 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 swag. And like, you know, 30 seconds later, (laughs) the thing is dead. And you're like, that's a basic enemy. Why does it got to take that long? I don't mind boss fights that are drawn out, mini boss fights or even the big icon fights. Those can take a while. That's fine. Especially when you set up a really awesome set piece and you got this really impressive looking boss, I think it's totally fine for those fights to be drawn out and, and you know a little bit longer. It's going to be extremely hard for any game going against Spider-Man. Well, we talked about Spider-Man yesterday, so I don't want to sidetrack and get into that. We, I think we had a good debate yesterday about the challenges that await Spider-Man. Did you watch this preview? Uh, they weren't very positive. There are reasons to worry. The previews have issues... With the game. I mean, I pulled from Tech Raptor, I pulled from Game Rant, I pulled from Game Informer, I pulled from IGN, I pulled from... Uh, I didn't watch any videos this time around. I, I watched them to see, but I didn't watch them to, like, pull out quotes. Sometimes I do both. I typically do that with a review rundown. I like to do two videos and two writtens, so that way you get four. Eric says, please tell me that the angry Fallout fan in the comments was a New Vegas guy. Derek, I thought of you because all of the guys giving me grief about it were mentioning New Vegas. Like, this guy left this comment on YouTube and then some other guy replied and brought up New Vegas. And then, like, another guy replied. Now, I deleted their comments because they were being nasty, but they were definitely invoking New Vegas. I was like, get out of here. I replied to the main guy's comment. I was like, it was just a passing remark. I was like... Are are you literally watching a two and a half hour broadcast waiting for me to slip up in that minor of a way? Good night. I, I okay, sorry. You got me. What a smoking gun. Somebody said, has Fallout ever won game of the year? And I said, I don't think so. I'm sorry I didn't know that in two thousand eight it uh <laughs> It got an award. My mistake. Sorry, I don't have the entire game of the year Wikipedia in my brain. Yo, good morning, feed. Iron Hand with a $10 super chat. Final Fantasy 16 is the game I've been waiting for since the reveal of Final Fantasy versus what 13. It looks to be the exact thing I've always wanted Final Fantasy to be. After this game, I hope we get more uh, Final Fantasy 7 uh, remake style combat though. New Vegas uh, uh, can can cure cancer. According to some people, yes, it can. 
You delete comments or my Halo comments safe? Your Halo comments are safe, yes. Listen, I enjoy debate, but when people come to the channel and just immediately insult me, I'm like, yeah, you don't get to hang out here, bro. Like, we don't do that. I... <laughs> I don't, if you want to come in a chat and tell me, hey man, you're wrong about this, or hey man, your take on PC gaming, if, sure dude, come on in, but you're just going to insult me, that, that's, that, I don't engage with that, it's not worth my time, you know, I don't get arguments with, I don't get in arguments with children, the main fans of this style of combat love the drawn out fights, they love running around, casting, or doing melee, including myself, if a fight's too fast, it's a bummer for me. Well, casual grinder, the one um the one preview the one preview was essentially saying that in their mind, the early portions of the game was focusing on you fighting a single target and those were more drawn out and they said they felt like that was the intention was that you could use those early fights to test a lot of those combos out. So, good to see you in chat. Uh, Professor Mal, how's it going, Lono? Mal, is are you are you Lamal? Did did you go by a different name or are you a different Mal? Um, kind of funny. His preview is an hour long. Who would watch that? Yeah, sorry, I I didn't I didn't I, I watched previews to quickly see combat, and I watched IGNs. It was like nine minutes long. I was like, oh my gosh, the combat looks so much better than previously it looks faster it looks more efficient it looks more action oriented so that's what changed my mind i was like i think i've been wrong about this dadgum game i didn't think i would like the combat and i think i'm going to i know i'm old says suede and most likely in the minority but my concern with the lean towards action-based combat is losing the feel of exploiting weaknesses having to beat and pick the right spell attack summon whatever has been part of the appeal in the final fantasy games that said they've reinvented the combat system so many times i'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now it sounds to me suede you're gonna have to treat this like devil may cry where you're going to experiment with combos and weaving combos together to find out what's the most effective it doesn't sound like you're going to now i'm sure there's weaknesses but i don't think you're going to be like going into a boss fight and being like oh i need to use fire this guy's ice you know what i'm saying i don't think they're necessarily leaning into the more classic rpg trope of find out their weakness and and capitalize on it if you guys are enjoying the discussion i want to hear what you have to say about this First and foremost, does Final Fantasy 16 have a chance at Game of the Year? What do you think about the way that they've approached combat? There's always debates around this. There's always debates around whether or not combat should be turn-based, whether or not combat should be action-oriented. I think more and more games are leaning into action-style combat because, number one, in the past, they couldn't. A lot of the reasons that... MMOs did tab targeting. A lot of the reasons that old games did turn-based was because of technical limitations. And now that they don't have to be limited by that stuff, they're able to go a little bit faster and harder. And I think that's one of the reasons we're seeing a big lean into action-style combat. If you want to talk in my chat, all you got to do is hit subscribe. Subscribing is totally free. If you want to become a member, that affords you great benefits as well. And make sure and smash the like button. There's over 800 people here. Smash the like button. Traditionally, listen, I'm going to be dead honest with you guys, okay? 
folks trying to do gotcha clips on me about me not knowing stuff or leaving comments, I don't care about that because I'm stepping into a lot of games and genres and areas that I'm unfamiliar with, which is hilarious since people want to call me a Sony pony. I'm super unfamiliar with Sony's backlog of titles because I was traditionally Nintendo, then PC, then Xbox, then Xbox and PlayStation, and I still consider myself one that plays on every platform as long as the games are there, as long as they demand my attention. So me talking about Final Fantasy 16 is, um, what in the world are my lights doing? Some of the lights are purple instead of white. I, my LEDs are losing their mind. <laughs> I don't know what's going on back there. They're, uh, they're rebelling. They are rebelling. My lights are doing their own thing. So keep in mind, when I talk about Final Fantasy and I talk about Final Fantasy 16, I'm talking as one who has not played these games in great amount of time. I've played them in small amounts of time. The Final Fantasy 7 remake I enjoyed until it turned into like fetch quest syndrome. It was like the opening combat and the opening sequence was great. And then I was just in this town going out, doing a small mission, coming back, going out, doing a small mission and coming back. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this content loop at all. And fans of the franchise were like, yeah, you're not going to like this game. We love it. This is, this is what we were hoping for. And I was like, I, I'm not a fan of this at all. Uh, my little pony for the win. That's right. I think Final Fantasy 16 will have to be one of the games that you'll need to play in order to have the full experience. Diablo 4 in two weeks. I'll see you all in 10 years anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Diablo 4 delivers a game worth sinking lots of time into... No wonder you think Final Fantasy 16 is the sequel to Final Fantasy 15. I don't think that and never said that I thought that. I never said it was the sequel. I said it was the continuation of the franchise. Yesterday when I said something that Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16 have against them is that they're the continuations of a franchise. Many people are going to look at this as just another Final Fantasy game. I didn't say it was the sequel to 15. Spider-Man 2 is the sequel to Spider-Man 1. Final Fantasy 16, to many people, is just another Final Fantasy game. And then you got Diablo 4. That's the point that I was making, was that Starfield and Hogwarts are unique in that regard. If they're on the Game of the Year podium, they're not continuations of franchises. They're not sequels. They're brand new IP, their brand new games. That was the point that I was making. Now, maybe I was talking fast and maybe I misspoke, but I never intended to communicate that Final Fantasy 16 is a sequel to 15. Tears of the Kingdom, same problem. Right, it's the continuation of a franchise. When the previews aren't very glowing, that's a huge red flag. Previews are generally quite forgiving, but I've seen plenty of previews that have serious issues with Final Fantasy 16. Red flags. I mean, put some of them in chat. I looked at like four to six different previews. I didn't see anything. Lono's not over 34. I'm 42. The combat is a training your mind concept for the bigger portions of the game. Isn't every game technically a button masher? Button basher? No, not necessarily. If you're having to weave together combos and do different things in different sequential order, that would not be considered a button masher. Typically when someone says button masher, it's a very mindless mashing of the buttons. You just kind of keep hitting the same button over and over again. Have you ever played um, like a brawler, not a brawler like um, Smash Brothers, but like a side-scroller brawler where you're literally just like X, 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 you know, 
and then they go away. You know, the the, the classic, you know, uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. And even that's not fair to those games because there were lots of different moves and things you could do to be better at the game. You didn't just walk through and punch everything. You had other moves. But a lot of games that I, I would consider those to be where the button masher terminology typically stems from. Games where you can just keep pressing the same button over and over again, Streets of Rage and the like. But even typically in those games, you have other abilities and things that you can do. You know, Turtles in Time, Streets of Rage, you know, Double Dragon, and Final Fight. These are games where they're beat-em-ups, so they're, you know, they tend to be more button mashy, but there was still complexity in those games to a certain degree. I mean, go play Battletoads and try to call it a button masher. I'm going to laugh in your face. That's one of the most challenging platformers in existence. A ridiculous game. A beat-em-up like Streets of Rage. Right, right, right. So you can actually, funny enough, funny enough, you can play Final Fantasy 16 like a beat-em-up. You can put it on story focus mode, and there's an accessory where when you put the accessory on, you literally just keep pressing the same button, and you'll do these really long, drawn-out combos. Yo, what's good, Rissick? Rissick says, if you like Devil May Cry gameplay and fighting, you will like this game. Yeah, I mean, the lead guy's the Devil May Cry guy. The lead combat designer, it, you know, comes from comes from DMC. So, everybody that's talked about the game is like, yep, it's, it's, uh, it's Devil May Cry infused. Has, has that guy put a single thing in chat? World-renowned Geohound. I, I need you to put in chat what people are saying. You're, you're running the narrative in chat that there are red flags because not all the previews are glowing. What do you got? DK Beggar keeps poking the member goal. He's like, come on, boys. Let's get this thing going. He gives a membership to Chris Belmont, takes us to two members on the day. You guys are hovering in the 3100s. Uh, you need... 3500 by the end of the month. I'm not going to do a just dance stream again, I don't think. We need to come up with a different um a different incentive. I don't want to do that every month. Um so come up with your own 3500 member goal. 4000 and I got to shave. So keep that going, keep that member number strong. We're sitting at 272 VIPs. If you're just tuning in, the Final Fantasy 16 previews have me saying that I was wrong. I didn't think the combat was going to appeal to me. I was telling everybody the game looked beautiful and gorgeous, and it would be one that I probably wouldn't play at length. And then I saw these latest previews, and I was like, wait a minute. I think I can get down with this. The previews say performance is an issue. The performance has been addressed, though. They were playing a demo, and the open world was running at 30 FPS. That has been addressed. That will not be the case in the launch version of the title. So have any have they said anything other than that? Because that, that's been acknowledged as, well, yeah, the open world areas were 30 FPS in the demo. That's not going to be the case. The, the icon fights are running at 60 FPS in the trailers. I, I, there's no way open world is more demanding than the icon fights. I think it was Eurogamer that said it was a great game held back by a few minor issues that they hope can be addressed. Unfortunately, I skimmed over the article and can't find it again. So you're saying Eurogamer has a preview? Eurogamer FF16 preview. Uh, one day ago, Final Fantasy 16 has me questioning the essence of the series. Uh, crystal clear? What is the essence of Final Fantasy? Is this the one you're talking about? It's a question that has frequently come to mind during the preview of Final Fantasy 16 due out next month. 
While the game returns to a medieval setting, at recent hands-on preview, I had the chance to interview Yoshida and director Hiroshi Minagawa and localization director Michael Christopher Koji Fox. Astoundingly, they all have different answers. Is that the one? It looks like this is an interview, not a preview. I seriously think the game will be as impactful to the gaming landscape as Elden Ring was. There's no other game out there that's doing what this game will be doing. I mean, I don't necessarily know if I'm ready to go that far. I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. I think Final Fantasy 16 looks impressive, but Elden Ring was sort of industry impacting. It, it It's going to impact and influence open world games for the next 10 years. It's going to impact... You know, Souls style games for the next ten years. I that that has to be, I think, uh, considered in when you make those comparisons. Zero connection with a month of membership compared to The Witcher and Uncharted. I found the dialogue and the cutscenes in Final Fantasy Remake pretty weak. Eleven hour cutscenes in sixteen worry me. You know what you should do? <clears throat> I firmly believe this. I think you should put on. The Japanese voice actors with English subtitles because there's there's a stylization thing that happens in these games that when they use English voice actors it's extremely exaggerated it's a style thing it doesn't vibe with me either you know and they're like oh no I'm like no stop it I can't I can't you know somebody insults you and you're like like I can't do all that right I think if you put on the Japanese voice actors and the English subtitles, you're probably going to enjoy it a lot more. I apologize. You said you wouldn't watch Kind of Funny because it's an hour plus long, and I watched a lot of longer ones like Noisy Pixel and such, but you're right to ask. Listen, I do my best to research a topic. That doesn't mean that I can watch every single preview that's out there. I read through six different previews that were all very strong and saying it was great. I like I like I literally have a life, right? I shut down and I research a topic. I can't go watch kind of funny for an hour or watch other videos. I can read way faster than I can listen to these videos out here. So, typically when I do a review roundup, as I said, I'll grab two review outlets that I trust, two review YouTubers that I trust, and I'll grab choice quotes. But I didn't see anything major in any of the previews that I read. So, if you watched it and you're like, yeah, there's a lot of red flags here, should be pretty easy to list off a couple of them, right? Like, yo, Life by Kane, jumping in as a brand new member. You love to see it. I want to see new members, not gifteds for a little while. Let's see if we can do it. These gifted guys will come in and ruin it. I'll be like, hey, I want to see people jumping on their own like Life by Kane. And then somebody really generous will drop a gifted bomb. Um... Here we go. We already got that. We got that. Ready to go for that discussion. Thank you, Creature. Final Fantasy 16 won't revolutionize gaming, uh, but it will put more respect on the IP that was lost during the PS3 era. He's throwing red flags. Well, that's what I'm saying. Put them in chat. What are the red flags? Performance have been addressed. It's literally made for English voiceover. Have you not seen the trailers? I've seen the trailers, and I think it's a stylization problem. I don't like it, so I'll turn on the Japanese voice actors. I, 
listen, that's a preference thing. That's a preference thing. I'm not saying that it's bad. I made it very clear it was a me thing. I can't vibe with it. I can't. I can't vibe with the the all the females sound like they're 10 and all the dudes sound like they're angry you know I can't do it it's so exaggerated I can't I would I would always much prefer to see like to just not have that interference it's a stylization problem I, I can't vibe with it yo Omar's gonna gift the sub to echo GG thank you so much add that in there the only red flag I see is the side quest. Combat's too basic. Wait, in this game? The battles look slow? What? Huh? What are you talking about? Like, obviously there's moments in the combat that are going to be a little bit slower, but you, you think the combat looks basic and the big fights look slow. He's literally in a dog fight as a dragon bird. I don't... <laughs> what a sentence. What are you talking about? Basic? Huh? This guy's... Like, let, let, let's just watch. Let's just watch. I don't, I don't have any preloaded footage. This is just a looping video. I'm not sure what you're watching, but I am not a Final Fantasy guy. I'm not a Final Fantasy apologist, and this combat looks sick. What is basic about that? He just did like four different moves and his dog tag teamed with him. What's basic about that? I don't understand. I'm going to need to change you those YouTube playback settings from 0.25 to 1. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he goes into the YouTube settings and he turns down the play speed. You know, he's a phoenix. I know, I'm just being stupid. A dragon bird. I know he's a phoenix. I'm goofing around. <laughs> That's basic. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. That's all. That was all pretty basic, guys. <laughs> what? How many moves was that? How many moves? How, how many moves was that? I don't I lost count. There's at least four different abilities used in conjunction. I, I'm, I don't understand. Listen, man, listen, here's the deal. Here's the the deal. You are well within your right to say, that doesn't look good to me. I don't want to play it. It's totally fine. But I I don't get where the basic thing comes from, right? What about that isn't glowing? Okay, this is from Noisy Pixel. Apparently, Noisy Pixel wasn't glowing. Let's read what they had to say. Final Fantasy 16 is the evolution of this series we've been waiting for and a must-play this summer. Huh? It doesn't forget about the traditional fantasy JRPG systems, and it raises the bar for storytelling and combat within the genre. It's an experience that extends far past what you'd expect from this series, as you're left dwelling on the events that transpired long after you put the controller down. Even after the five hours that I played, I can't stop thinking about what comes next for Clive and his crew. I'm eagerly awaiting to see how he responds to the powerful forces set on hindering his goals. How is that? What is bad about that? That's from Noisy Pixel. I'm I'm confused. That sounds great. Listen, don't come in here and say, oh, did you watch this one video? There's a couple criticisms 
and then extrapolate from that that like not all the previews are glowing there's red flags what red flags world feels too dull and game of thrones like awkward cursing constantly in dialogue in and so on okay that what other red flags did you put oh he put some overall the previews are positive they just aren't completely glowing so I just doubt it will be game of the year. Red flags. Icon battling feels like boring QTEs. Main characters boring ETC. Wait, there are previews saying the icon battles feel boring? Because I read nothing of the sort. I read nothing of the sort. No, I didn't read anybody that said that. Now, I did read about people finding the swearing to be awkward. I did read that. I don't know if that's a red flag. I think I understand where you're coming from. Let's not get let's not get off the beaten path here, okay? It sounds to me like what you're saying is people are calling it good, people are calling it great. They're not calling it excellent. They're not calling it and they're not glowing. You're saying it, it doesn't have a chance of game of the year. That's the crux of your argument. You're not saying it's going to be a bad game. You're saying I, I don't see high enough praise for this thing to win. Now, when it comes to the big icon battles, Game Rant said it's part Lord of the Rings, part kaiju battle in all the best ways. I didn't have anybody say they felt like the icon battles were bad or or no good. I, I didn't see anybody saying that. Final Fantasy 16 has no plans day one patch because Square Enix is that confident in its quality. What? From Lono of all people, not the sub versus dub debate. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, 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 because I don't like to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's funny. That's funny. I get the joke now. I get the joke now. Guys, thanks so much for a super strong turnout. If you've never been here before, breaking down the Final Fantasy 16 previews, I feel they proved me wrong. The combat looks way better than I originally thought. I didn't think I was going to vibe with it. I thought the combat looked great for people who like that style, okay? Right here is a good example, okay? That's a great example. I want you to, I want you to watch this. A lot of the early combat footage looked like this sequence right here okay so it's a level 19 cray claw and he's a level 19 okay he's gonna hit this thing so many times and watch the health bar hit 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 and it and it what was that maybe 20 percent of its health bar this guy's like i am very large okay look at the health bar now There are other pieces of footage of him fighting things at level and killing them way faster by using lots of other different abilities and not just doing... That, to me, looked like more just hack and slash. Just sort of smack, 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 just smacking the thing over and over again. So, almost all of the early footage of fighting enemies like this, just red bar enemies out in the open, that's what was turning me off. I was like, bro, I don't want to kill some crab or some moth one enemy taking that much damage that doesn't that looks incredibly spongy okay there's other footage in these previews where they don't look spongy at all they look like he rips them to shreds because he he weaves together different combos and then there's a crazy amount of damage that comes from it does that make sense it's like final fantasy 7 once you stagger you can melt 
right and so my my worry was a lot of the early footage okay a lot of the early footage looked like that that's one sequence these enemies have stagger bars come on bro I, I swear people get so bent on defending the game you're not listening to what I'm saying a lot of the early footage looked like that encounter big huge amazing icon fights awesome fights against bosses and then I would see fights like that against red bars and I'm like why is it taking so long and listen there are people who love that I wasn't saying it was bad I was saying that's the kind of combat system that I don't vibe with I don't I don't vibe with that I don't vibe with it taking that long to do damage I love action style games knowing your preferences is a really really great way of finding the right games for you right like I stay away from turn-based games I stay away from JRPGs I stay away from games where the combat's drawn out there are people who love it they want to figure out what can I do to speed this up how many combos can I pull off on this guy like what sequence is best for this enemy what sequence is best for that enemy enemies will 100% be spongy unless in journalist mode well and there's always the possibility that I'll enjoy the game at that level and be like I just want to play through the game the combat looks fun the set pieces look awesome the enemies and the boss fights look dope but I don't really feel like taking you know 10 minutes to kill a couple of enemies you know the rage the clickbait there's no rage or clickbait here what are you talking about having a stagger stun enemy isn't new though I'm not familiar with Final Fantasy games I look from afar and I look and I say, I've played games like that. I've played Devil May Cry. I've played Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've played games with that style of combat. I played Final Fantasy XV. And I was just like, yeah, I just don't vibe with this kind of combat. I'm, listen, unlike the rest of the gaming world, I'm not saying that makes it bad. I'm saying that I don't like it. That doesn't make it bad. This game will probably give you the option to extend or finish fights when you want. Right, and I think so many people hear me saying, oh yeah, I don't like that, or I'm not going to enjoy that, and you immediately assume, oh, he's criticizing it and calling it bad. No, I'm not. (laughs) I don't... I'm telling you that I don't enjoy that style, and when I saw the previews, yesterday I thought I think I was wrong I think I'm going to enjoy this I think this will be a catalyst game for me that will help me enjoy that style of combat trash mobs can be cleared out with one or two moves larger mobs with stagger bars take a minute to kill says life by Kane I appreciate that info you add more enemies to lengthen a fight having to juggle an enemy multiple times to kill them turns me off and makes the attack lack makes the attacks lack impact for me right it was kind of like one of the expressions that skill up used when he was reviewing bio mutant he says it feels like you're punching a pillow and i always feel like when you go up to an enemy and these the jrpg games what they do is they communicate with numbers in a way that doesn't land on me the way that it lands on folks who enjoy those types of games. I need to feel the impact in a player feedback sort of way where enemy moves or staggers, I see that health bar chunking, I feel good, right? That's that one-to-one, moment-to-moment connection of dodge, roll, parry, hit, 
slash ding 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 right i'm getting those little micro hits of player feedback yes what i'm doing is working and when the game is dodge parry get out of the way swing 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 some more and it's like numbers 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 and like the health bar barely moves some people are like yeah i'm tearing it up and i'm like bro i feel like i didn't do anything i feel like i'm punching a pillow it's just a difference in a, it's just a difference in subjective ex- experience it's just your brain connects to it in a way my brain doesn't connect i'm like i i don't feel like i'm doing anything that impactful that's why uh sekiro i think is my favorite sekiro and ghost of tsushima are two of my favorite combat systems in existence there's just better moment to moment player feedback it it, it 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 to me it's it's better again subjective here um yeah yeah we're good for it yeah we're good for it <clears throat> bullet sponges lather rinse repeat always repeat that's literally the definition of Elden Ring when I played my favorite thing to do in Elden Ring was I ran square off sword and shield so I used guard counter, I used square off, and I used jump attacks. And my favorite thing was to bust their posture. I loved it. I was playing Margot, not Margot. Margot, the second time you fight him, basically. And people look, you can't fight him this way. Yeah, it's not gonna work. I beat him on my seventh try. It was the second time playing him, obviously. It was my second playthrough. I beat him on my seventh try. It was like, no, I'm going to play him this way. I'm going to force the issue. Now, obviously, in games like that, you can make things harder on yourself when you play in that way. But I I enjoy certain types of games that I didn't used to enjoy. I just need a catalyst into it so that my brain can latch on to it. And I think that's always been the trouble with jrpgs devil may cry is i don't have a catalyst to get in i just i play it for a few moments and i'm like i'm not vibing with this i don't i don't i don't like this it's taking too long don't get your hope up for the game water physics are almost non-existent that's what determines game of the year yeah what should we talk about the water physics in zelda lono said your brains are wired wrong no they're wired differently you can pretty much play Elden Ring how you want and figure out a way to beat bosses. To clarify, says world-renowned uh, Geohound, I was providing the tiniest amount of doubt for Game of the Year. I'm still excited for the game, and I think you're saying this Final Fantasy can appeal to new fans via the combat. I believe it can, yes. At least, as I'm saying that as somebody who typically doesn't play games like this, I'm saying I, this could be a catalyst game. I fought Radagon again last night as a mage. Parried him. Posture broke. I'm addicted again. There you go. Like the first time you fight Father G, you make him trip himself up. Right, so nothing that I'm saying is a knock on the game. And I appreciate the the nuance, world-renowned Geohound. I, I gathered what you were saying. I was like, okay, he's not knocking the game. What he's saying is, is... There's enough concerns in the previews that I don't think this thing's going to ascend to the heights to beat Tears of the Kingdom. It's going to get a nomination. It's going to be a great game, but it's got enough knocks against it that it likely won't win. That that's what I gather that you're saying. 
Lono's describing how many hits it takes to kill as Kratos in God of War Ragnarok, old man with a stick. I'm not sure, I don't, I'm not sure what you mean. That's why I send Dead Space back after 30 minutes. I can never get into the horror genre. Right, you almost, if you're going to break into a genre that you've never played before, if you're going to play Final Fantasy 16 gameplay, if you look at a Final Fantasy 16 preview and it convinces you that this is a game to check out and play, I, I think I think I've been convinced that no, I actually will play this game more than I originally thought. It's gonna fight for my attention. <clears throat> what am I being asked about? What do you think about the Nemesis system from the Lord of the Rings Shadow Games? I I don't like it. I think that it's a great idea. I think implementation of the Nemesis system super annoying. It made the game feel super flat tire. I was trying to move forward. I'd be fighting an orc, and some orc from a couple of hours ago would literally interrupt my fight. It wasn't like I wandered into an area where there was too many. I would be mid-fight, and a cutscene would happen. A cutscene would break out, and it would say, uh, you know, this guy, like, and it would put his name at the bottom of the screen. He'd be like, you did this to more fights. And I was like, okay, now I have to fight two at once. I hated that. I thought I was so annoying. Now, people love the Nemesis system. That's fine. I didn't. I didn't. It felt so flat tire. The third time that happened, I was like, nah, man, F this. I don't like this. The third time it happened, I thought, you know, maybe every once in a while... I'll get I'll have a guy come back for revenge. No, every time I went to get in a fight, there was some guy saying something to me and, and interrupting the fight with the cutscene. The number one turnoff for me in a video game, disruption. You freeze me so I can't move, you interrupt what I'm doing, you 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 all you do well these fake out fights where you're not really fighting because all of a sudden a cutscene happens and you can't win. That disruption of I think I'm going from point A to point B and you come in and disrupt that. No, thank you. You, <laughs> No thanks. You're saying Tears of the Kingdom gets a pass on its fault regardless of how bad they are? When did I say that? What did I say today that would make you draw that conclusion? Did you listen to the show open? To the monologue? When in the last 10 minutes have I mentioned Tears of the Kingdom getting a pass? When, when have I said any of that? The game I think is a true competitor for Zelda is probably Spider-Man, says Slasher. If God of War waited a couple months as well, maybe uh, we'd be having a different convo. I actually don't know if Ragnarok could have competed with Tears of the Kingdom. I don't. I think Ragnarok was amazing. It was my choice for Game of the Year last year, but I knew I knew when they gave Best Direction or Best yeah Best Direction or Best Director to uh, to Elden Ring. I was like, Elden Ring is going to win. Lining up a stealth kill in a bush. Cutscene. Excuse me? Right, like, what's happening? Not you, Reforge, someone in chat. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, yeah. I was very much in the show open saying, I don't think we can overlook the graphical constraints and the graphical restraints of Tears of the Kingdom. That doesn't mean it can't win Game of the Year. But we. I don't think we can ignore them. When we look at... Listen, if you're going to come in Final Fantasy 16 and be like, oh, it better be 60 FPS the entire time. Oh, I heard open world's 30 FPS. 
I'm right there with you. I do not want to play a next-gen game and have anything be at 30 FPS. Get out of here. I don't care if it's a Sony title, Sony exclusive. I don't care who made the game. I'm not going to abide that. If Spider-Man 2 landed and did that, oh yeah, open world's 30 and the fights are 60, I'd be like, get the frick out of here with that. I don't want to play that at all. But Tears of the Kingdom... I struggle with it because like, yep, it's the, it's the constraints of the Nintendo Switch. It's the constraints of the Nintendo Switch. My love for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom doesn't remove those problems. They're still there. A shrine that's below 20 FPS, dipping to 20 FPS when you use abilities or when there's a bad storm. Listen, me overlooking those issues doesn't remove those issues. Does that make sense? I told a guy that it wasn't that big of a deal it dropped from 30 to 20 because some of the best games dropped from 60 to 40. I mean, there were frame drops in Elden Ring. Elden Ring won game of the year, and it had frame stutters and frame drops. It was dropping down into the 40s and 50s. And I don't know if math's too hard for people, but when you drop 20 frames down into the 40s, that's one-third of your frame rate. And when you drop from 30 to 20, that's one-third of your frame rate and Elden Ring still won Elden Ring won and it had performance issues it had dips in frame rate and everyone overlooked it so when I look at Zelda I'm like okay I can overlook this it doesn't remove them though overlooking something doesn't mean it's not there it means you're not counting it against the game does that make sense it's like I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. When I'm playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, I acknowledge those things when they happen, and I overlook them. That doesn't mean they're not still there. And when Final Fantasy 16 hits, and Spider-Man 2 hits, and their performance and their graphical fidelity and their graphical punch is hitting at the highest level, that has to be considered in the discussion. That's not the deciding factor. As I said, we we shouldn't be like, oh no, Zelda can't win Game of the Year because it has frame drops. Well, then Elden Ring couldn't win win Game of the Year because it had frame drops. That's not the deciding factor. I stand by those comments. If you're going to drop in frames, that that doesn't knock you off the podium for Game of the Year. In the context of the argument I was having, it was no game with performance issues should be considered for Game of the Year. And it's like, well, then Elden Ring shouldn't have won. And arguably, Elden Ring was running on stronger equipment when that happened. It was running on a PS5. It was running on a PC. At least Zelda has an excuse. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? But I don't think we can say, oh yeah, no, performance and graphics don't matter at all. I think they do matter to a degree. Maybe I want to say it another way. Let's try saying it this way. And I agree with Creature. Where are the likes at? Over 800 people, and we still haven't hit 400 likes? That is a low-down, dirty shame. Come on, man. Smash that thumbs-up button. Help me out. You lurkers especially. Y'all come in and lurk. You treat me like a radio show. Take an extra second. Take an extra second and uh, smash that like button. Here's how I'm going to say it. Let, Let me approach this another way. I'm thinking of all the different systems in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm trying to draw equivalencies here. Let's imagine. 
thought thought experiment. When you measure the chasm of difference from Spider-Man 1 to Spider-Man 2, or when you look how far Final Fantasy as a franchise has come in 16, and we conclude pound for pound, Spider-Man 2, okay? We conclude that Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16, they go toe-to-toe with Tears of the Kingdom. What? Live chat has moved? (laughs) That's weird. But if we conclude, in the thought experiment, if we conclude that Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16 go toe-to-toe with Tears of the Kingdom, then it's hard not to think performance and graphics are going to be a deciding factor. Granted, in this equation, what I'm saying is, is that when you look at combat, when you look at evolution, when you look at systems, when you look at story, when you look at the world, the expansion of the game itself, and you conclude, yeah, man, Spider-Man 2 is going toe-to-toe with Tears of the Kingdom. Final Fantasy 16 is going toe-to-toe with Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, well, how do you not then look at performance and say, I, I think performance and graphics should be a deciding factor? This is what frustrated me during the year where Returnal got shafted. Returnal was a next-gen game. It was an ambitious title. It was a front right there on the front of the wave, and my light fixed itself. It must have heard me talking about it. It was a front-of-the-wave game, and that should have counted for something. And Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16 as far as we can tell, are pushing... They're pushing the envelope. That should count for something. Now, here's the thing. I don't think you can take a lot of points off, and I don't think you can hold back Tears of the Kingdom for its for its lack of performance, given the hardware that it's on. Does that make sense? Like... It's not an indictment of the game's quality. It's running on bad equipment. It's not bad equipment. It's running on old equipment. That would be like you writing a review of Horizon Forbidden West and doing it for the PS4 and being like, yeah, the 30 FPS is a huge bummer. Okay, you're playing on a box that's known for that. That's its standard. The PS4, that's a standard performance output you're going to get is 30 FPS. That's not an indictment of the game's quality. If you're playing Tears of the Kingdom on a Switch, then... That's that's the that's the standard output on that device. But in the grand scheme of the discussion, impactful games, right? We're saying that Tears of the Kingdom's impactful. It's memorable. It's really hard not to look at graphics and performance and say that should count for something. If they're doing new things, ambitious things, if they're doing really really high level stuff with graphics performance and pushing the envelope of gaming that should count for something that has an impact on your experience does it not the first time you played a game with crazy fast combat and a third person camera and everything was fluid and quick and nuts that counts for something doesn't it that's that's advancing gaming forward Ghost of Tsushima was 30. Ghost of Tsushima was 30 because it was a PS4 game. Yes. 
PS4 standard output back then was 30 FPS. 60 FPS was very was very rare. It happened in some games that optimized for it, that fought for it. I believe I want to say Titanfall 2 fought for it. There's there's not a lot of games back then. 60 FPS was more of a rarity on uh, Xbox One, Xbox One X, and the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. Even when I got a PS4 Pro, I didn't get 60 FPS in Spider-Man or God of War 2018. I didn't. I think they just ran more stable or something like that. Like the areas where there might have been some frame drops, maybe I didn't get them. It wasn't significant. Was Tears of the Kingdom a technical showcase on the Switch? The PS4 Horizon was. Let's talk about the physics systems in all the games. Well, here's the thing, just wait. You have to take every aspect of the game into account. You have to take into account physics systems, the combat systems, the graphics, the performance, the the open world, uh, the story, the, maybe I already said story, um, the RPG, the... You know, the RPG elements, the systems, the power fantasy, the the differences the, the differences in enemy diversity, the difference in world diversity. You can only judge the game's graphics performance based on the hardware it is running on. Why would Xbox fans disagree with that? You can only judge the game's graphics performance based on the hardware it's running on. <laughs> Stop. Stop it! Stop! Horizon felt amazing at 60. God of War 2018 was unlocked. No, it was. No, it was not. No. 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 Who told you that? God of War 2018 on the PS4 and the PS4 Pro was not unlocked. There was a 4K checkerboard upgrade on the PS5 that gave you 60 FPS. It was not unlocked. I don't even know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming on PC with the right rig. You can run it unlocked. It was on the pro. Oh, come on. What does that mean, though? I didn't get 30 FPS when I played God of War 2018. They unlocked it, and it hit 45. Come on. I didn't I didn't see that. I felt like I was 30 the whole time when I played God of War 2018. God of War 2018 was performance mode. The PS4 Pro version is unlocked. I didn't think it looked very good. It gets 45-ish. Right, but rising to 45 and then dipping back down to 30, who the frick cares? Just cap it at 30. I mean, when I hear unlocked, I don't think 45 frames per second, so forgive me. That's not impressive. <laughs> like, I was dismissive. I was like, no, it's not. Because uncapped typically means, you know, you're exceeding 60, not hitting 45 (laughs) come on best graphics and best game are two different things I beat it on PS5 straight 60 yeah the 4k checkerboard on PS5 capped it at 60 so saying uncapped I mean come on it's smoother on 40 to 50 brother I played that game on my PS4 Pro I don't remember looking any better than Spider-Man I felt like they both ran at 30 I mean maybe in some areas it it was hitting 45 but in the fights and in the larger areas with larger draw distances I I don't I don't know I want to see a tech breakdown of that I have serious doubts I have serious doubts my experience was 
30 FPS most of the time. That unlocked mode allowed it to run at 60 on the PS5 before the patch. So I'm not going to complain. Maybe that's why they did it. Did they know? I don't know if they knew. I don't know the timeline there. I was new to the PlayStation ecosystem, so I was ignorant. I remember playing Spider-Man on the PS4 Pro, and I remember playing God of War 2018 on the PS4 Pro, and being like, bro, my eyes hurt. Because I had been playing 120 FPS Fortnite and 120 FPS Destiny, and I was just like, ah, like, what is happening? I, I I didn't like the experience. I liked the games, but... I did not like the experience at all. It, it, I got, I literally, the one day I remember, it was like three days in a row. I was like, why do I keep going upstairs after my streams are done? Why do I keep going upstairs with a headache? Like, what, what's the, what's the deal here? Well, that was the deal. The deal was my, my eyes were straining because that's not what they were accustomed to, you know? PS4 Pro unlock frame modes allowed a lot of stuff games allowed a lot of games to hit 60 on the PS5 without patches. Right, okay. I feel sad for all the gamers who pay attention to how many frames they're getting. You guys can't just enjoy a game for the gameplay and the story. I think that's a false summary, cowboy. I don't pay attention to how many frames I'm getting. I have an expectation that the industry set. And if they don't hit it, I will hold them to that. I'm not I, I'm not a PC gamer with a frames per second counter in the corner and like a bead of sweat comes down my brow when I see it hit 58 for a second. I'm like, what was that? I like I, don't put me in that category. I don't think I don't think a lot of people are in that category. The industry promises something. These consoles promises something, and the tech has moved forward. The, the tech's moved forward. TVs standard refresh rates on on TVs and monitors and the expectation of 60 frames per second is a fair expectation and if I don't get that like listen homie I love you but you got a video claiming Redfall is not a bad game it's a piece of trash it wasn't ready for launch it's a cobbled together tech test with systems that don't make sense mechanics that don't make any sense broken pieces of the game horrible performance it's a bad game objectively speaking subjective fun doesn't override all of the problems with that game measurable problems measurable if I can use math to criticize a game then it's bad if I can be like okay here's here's performance instability issues all measured with math here's a here's a benchmark test done by these tech outlets here's glitches here's bugs here's elements that are broken here's ai not working properly that's all measurable those are objective realities but you're saying a game drops from 60 to 40 how would you even know that because i've been playing video games since the coleco bro i have eyeballs what you mean what do you mean? Let me let me have you watch a movie and I can flick a switch and go from 4K to 2K. You're like, what's going on? Is my TV broken? Oh, what's the matter? Can't you just enjoy the movie? I know it's suddenly dropping in quality just randomly, but just enjoy the movie, cowboy. 
I'm just sitting there. Click, 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 click. And you're like, why is it doing that? Come on. 60 drops to 40. Come on. When I'm playing Zelda, 30 drops to 20. I can, you can feel it. You can quite literally feel it. The game slows down. (laughs) Come on. Come on. There's a big difference between guys that obsess about it and they, they've got every square inch of their PC combed over. They're running MSI Afterburner. They're overclocking this. They bought eight different hamsters to run in wheels to squeeze out a little bit more power. And when they drop below their ideal frame rate, they pitch a freaking fit. Don't, don't put me in that category. If I'm playing a game that drops from 60 to 40, as the case in point was made in Elden Ring, Homie, that's going to mess up the game. That's going to mess up the timing. I'm trying to dodge attacks. I'm trying to utilize iframes, which that stands for invincibility frames. DK Baker coming in with a gifted member. Man, the gifted members today have been a little light. We're only at five. We're an hour and a half in. Y'all are slacking today. But in my video, I said, based off of the three hours I played Redfall, my first impressions was uh, it wasn't a bad game. I didn't say I played and beat the game. You guys leave that part out. Listen, how'd you play the first three hours of that game and not see it's a heaping pile of garbage? Like, there's, there's virtually nothing redeemable in the opening of that game. It's terrible. Eugene says, are you playing on a 30 FPS TV? No joke, dead serious. Some older 4K TVs are 30 FPS and you'd never notice. That's possible. In their defense, you did tell them not to gift. Yeah, they actually listened this time. I did say don't gift. I did. Okay, the moratorium on gifted is lifting. (laughs) This guy. Would you rather watch a tree grow? <clears throat> we're we're off we're off the beaten path. We're off the beaten path. The point is in the discussion about game of the year, Final Fantasy 16, I can't count them out simply because Zelda's top dog. I don't think we can ignore Zelda's performance issues. I've got to open the door to my office. Gee, many Christmas. It's like that perfect temperature outside where the air conditioning's not kicking it on, so it's not cycling air into the office. Give me one second. It's like just opening the door cools the whole office down. It's We're about to hit that that peak in temperature where my air conditioner is going to kick off and on all day and then it keeps it nice and cool in here. Digital Foundry caused the gameplay doesn't matter over FPS performance. That's why when games come out, they look to their videos to weaponize. I hate it. Everyone forgot how to just have fun. No, see, I I feel like you guys are being reductionistic in, in this discussion. I, I do. What's an air conditioner? Scotland asking. <laughs> it's a big box that sits outside my house and it pulls the humidity and the hot air out of the house and it blows cold air into the house. It's amazing. It's awesome. 
Anyway, I feel like you guys are being really reductionist. I don't feel like people are like, I'm not playing this game until I watch a Digital Foundry video. And then if, until they see DF weigh in, they're like, I'm not playing it. And then when Digital Foundry's like, yeah, there's a few frame drops here and there, they're like, frick it, not buying it, garbage unplayable. If there are people that are that extreme, fine. But this idea of like, people have lost sight on how to have fun. I'm going to continue to say this. You having fun is immaterial to the discussion. You can have fun with a stick and a, and, a, and a mud pit in your backyard. That doesn't mean it's, it's, it's a great activity to pass the time for me. That doesn't mean I want to do that. It doesn't override the fact that you're, you're playing in the mud with a stick. Having fun isn't this, this get-out-of-jail-free card. I'm willing to admit that when I play The Legend of Zelda, I'm overlooking the problems. I'm acknowledging the problems are there. These are these are real problems. I really would like a Switch too. My enjoyment of the game do- isn't a hand wave. Oh yeah, those things don't matter. Well, no, they matter. They hurt the experience. They they hurt the immersion. They do. I overlook them. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I overlook them. That doesn't mean they're not there. Here's the thing. If you can't change that and see what's the matter, what uh, and see what matter is the counter, you're literally using the counter just to complain because you can't control it anyways. But you can control it. A lot of the times, cowboy, the reason that people run the frames per second counter up in the corner is they want to make sure they're getting their money's worth. They've paid good money for a good rig and good hardware. And and if they want to tweak settings and adjust things to get consistent performance, that to them is a part of their enjoyment. Especially if it's a first-person shooter and they want everything to run really tight and really crisp, if, especially if it's a PvP game. You can't be dropping frames in a PvP game. You're going you're going to make mistakes. Video games are supposed to be about having fun. Okay, here's the problem. You guys are creating a juxtaposition that nobody's creating. You're creating it. N- nobody's saying that, you. yeah, you can't have fun if the game has performance problems. You're creating a false dichotomy. It's a false binary to be like, oh yeah, if you value performance, then you don't care about having fun in the game. It's just a dismissive, it's this weird form of condescension of being like, well, why can't we all just care about having fun? You care about all this stuff that doesn't matter. It just waxes condescending. It's like, well, people shouldn't care about performance at all. What? What? So in, in, in Jedi Survivor, a game I've been refusing to play, there's screen tearing and screen stutters. It really hurts my experience. It looks bad. I'm just supposed to overlook that and have fun. I have a top-of-the-line television. I have a top-of-the-line console. And I'm just supposed to be like, well, I'm having fun. It's okay that this game came to market before it was ready and it runs like trash. What are you talking about? What about having the counter on a console? 
I would love to have the frames per second counter on a console for some games because I'd like to know am I dealing with the is the game lagging is it internet or is it frame rate like what is it now you can't always tell because of the server lags it can affect frame rate in certain games like you'll you'll have a stutter and then it, it, you would you would translate that as oh the frames dropped but if that was only happening when you were online you would know what that is you'd be like oh there must be sort of some sort of like you know server side client side communication lag i'm dropping packets or whatever the case and it's causing a, you know a stutter but I like knowing that I'm getting 60 FPS, yes. It's the gaming equivalent of it's all relative or, well, there are people starving in Africa, so just be grateful. You're supposed to overlook that when other games are delivering that standard, Lono, duh. Yeah, like when I play Forbidden West, Ragnarok, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, when I look at performance breakdowns of, of Forza Horizon... Right? I'm just supposed to overlook that. I love you, but you're crying. Take a snicker. Is that is that the new response now? When you run out of platitudes, you just tell somebody they're crying. You project emotional instability on the person. It's like, well, I've run out of empty platitudes to throw out there that aren't backed by facts, evidence, or you know, logical reasoning. So I'm going to project on the person that they're crying. Find a new word. If there's a word that's more worn out than an old catcher's mitt, it's the word crying. Like, Jim Ryan's crying. The CMA's crying. You sound like you're crying. You sound like you need to buy a thesaurus. I'm not crying about anything. I'm literally establishing that fun is not in this juxtaposed relationship with I value performance. I value performance, and if a game doesn't perform well, then it's going to affect my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, Murph Dog's like, you said that I use the counter to justify complaining because you can't control it anyways. And I countered and said, listen, you actually can control the frames per second in a game on, on, on your PC. You can tweak settings. If you're having issues with frames in a PC game, you can go in and tweak settings to fix that. That's why some people like to see it. My opinion, frame dropping is worse than a low frame cap, says Techno. For me, with PC as my main platform, I use the FPS counter in most cases to see stability and gauge performance. Right, because if you... like, Here's a good example, like what Techno is driving at. I've been streaming and doing game capture for a very long time. And when I was constantly trying to run games at 140 or uh, 144 or 120, it affected the capture cards. And slowly but surely I realized, you know what? It just makes more sense to cap games at 60. I get better capture. I don't have weird stutters. I don't have weird screen tearing, right? People are always like, well, why do you cap your games at 60 on the PC? And it's like, well, because I'm capturing for streaming. And it just, as soon as I started doing that, it smoothed out all of the, all of the problems that I was having, right? So if you're looking at the frames per second counter and you're like 120 down to 90, 120 down to 90, you might end up capping the game at 90 and then you have a better experience. You have a better experience because you realize, okay, this game's struggling to maintain 120, but it doesn't seem to struggle to maintain 90. I'm going to cap the game at 90. I'm going to put the game into a lane where I get consistent performance. That oftentimes is why people like to have the frames per second counter up there. They can tweak uh, draw distance. They can 
tweak uh, volumetric fog or or texture quality or uh, maybe not resolution. Most of the time, they don't want to drop the resolution. I had to say it because the crying thing's dumb, just messing with you. Yeah, I mean, I listen. Uh, nobody is is crying about performance. I'm saying it's completely legitimate to say I have standards for performance, and when something drops well below that, it affects my enjoyment of a game. I'm not going to kid around. There's been times I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like, man, I wish there was a Switch 2. It's affecting my enjoyment of the game. It draws attention to the fact that I'm playing on a 7-year-old, 6-year-old device. Now, again... I'm overlooking that. There are people that did that with Jedi Survivor. They overlooked the performance problems and they just kept on playing. They just kept on playing. Like, I can't do that. It's that extreme. It's bad. I'm like, dude, no. Screen tearing on a console game? What? I only ever experienced screen tearing where the game I was playing, the frame rate wasn't synced with the refresh rate of the monitor. That's when I experienced frame tearing. Screen tearing. I've never experienced screen tearing in a console game. What are you doing? I'm going to find something else to play if a game doesn't hit my standards, says Eugene. Try pairing with a lightsaber uh, when in a mid-frame drop stutter. Exactly, Omar. Exactly. Guys, if you are enjoying the show and the debate, we're, we're well off the beaten path. I, I don't. Th- I, a lot of the audience here is not a fan of Final Fantasy, so we, we wandered well off talking about Final Fantasy previews. Final Fantasy 16 previews are in. I opened the show with a monologue about why it convinced me I was wrong about the combat. I actually think the combat looks quite good. I think it looks better than I originally thought. I always thought the icon fights and the boss fights looked great, but like the moment-to-moment fights with like trash ads I thought looked pretty bad. Now, if you're enjoying the content, do me a favor. We have really, really lost momentum because we got so far off subject. Like we, we lost a lot of people that probably only wanted to talk Final Fantasy. That's fine. I, I don't really bang on one game drum for three hours. That's not really possible. So I welcome different things to be within the subject because I think what we're talking about does touch on Final Fantasy 16, Game of the Year, Zelda Game of the Year. That whole competition, I think, relates to what we're talking about. Do me a favor, become a member, give some members, smash the like button, help uh, help this help this stream find more people. I'm not arguing against 70. Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok was well worth the money. I just think the $70 debate is such a waste of time. It's such a waste of time because there's no agreed upon reasons as to why $70 has happened. There's no agreed upon reason. There are people that are like, oh, you'll, you'll play breath of the, you'll play tears of the kingdom and spend 70, but it's not, but, but it's, but it's not 60 FPS, Uh, but then you're going to hold, uh, Redfall to to 60 FPS because it was $70. And it's like, no, nobody said that. Nobody hold nobody held Redfall to 60 FPS because it was $70. I'm going to blow the hair right off your head. We held Redfall to 60 frames per second because it was literally on the jewel case and it's landing on a box that says that's the standard output. That's why we were holding it to 60 FPS. Nobody said, 
oh, it's $70. I now expect 60 FPS because track with me here. Redfall was supposed to come out in 2022 at $60. And I don't think anybody would have accepted the, the, the lack of 60 FPS performance at launch. Look at Gotham Knights for an example of this. So people that are that are trying to invoke that, like, oh, you took Redfall to task over 30 FPS because it was 70. No, nobody did that. If anybody did that, they weren't paying attention because Redfall was not originally meant to be 30 FPS at launch. Look at the jewel case. They had to put a dadgum sticker on the box. They decided to change price point this year in line with what everybody else is doing right now. Right, Nintendo's doing it. Sony's already done it prices go up in industries that's what happens it doesn't mean you're going to get better performance from every game just because it's now 70 is that a magic wand hey boss we changed the price point on zelda it's now 60 fps isn't that amazing like that's not how it works i had my first oh ray tracing moment last night i was playing spider-man and the suit was black and glowing green and the way the environment picked up the glow was fire yeah yeah, I think Spider-Man's a great a great way to show off power of a PC. There's a lot of good systems in there. Very pretty game. The Insomniac proprietary engine's got wizardry in it. It really does. A flagship AAA game on a platform is going to be wait for it full price. That's inarguable in a waste of time. Yeah, it's just not it's not even an enjoyable debate. It just isn't. If you don't like the $70 price point, don't buy the games. Go find another hobby. You know what I'm saying? Go find another hobby. You're, you're tiring. No one cares what you think. It doesn't gave... What? It doesn't gave to be... Oh, it doesn't have to even be a 120 FPS game to do it. You have to play a game running at 120 hertz in the background and you'll understand. Oh, you're talking about the 120 hertz 40 modes that people do? Showcases tomorrow? Yes, it is. They haven't made anything worth 70 except for Ghost of Tsushima. That's subjective opinion. I think that Ragnarok and Forbidden West and Returnal were all worth 70. That's the beauty of being a a consumer is you can determine that and not spend the money. Wait for a sale. Wait for the game to hit PS Plus. Like, go go for it. You know, put your your money where your mouth is. That's what you're supposed to do. There's plenty of people that do that. That's one of the benefits of Steam. I mean, I'll give I'll give Steam and the PC boys that. You buy a game and you play for an hour and a half and it's trash and get your money back, you know? I want to play Redfall for hundreds of hours with my friends. Great. Even 40 FPS modes aren't great. Horizon Forbidden West is still ugly at 40. Needs 60 for sure. There are people that swear by the 120 hertz refresh, 40 FPS modes. They think it's amazing. They need to stop trying to cram in ray tracing on these consoles. They can't do it. Well, that's not true. And ray tracing is not necessarily about something that they're trying to cram in. Developers like ray tracing because it automates lighting for them. It cuts down on development time. This is why I believe the rumors that the PS5 Pro is going to set its sights on accelerating ray tracing because PlayStation wants to be very appealing to developers as is already evidence with the PS5 architecture and the review the 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 research that they put into it. Definitely subjective opinion versus an objective opinion. I'm not saying there's such a thing as an objective opinion, but 
to say, oh, that's been the only game that's worth 70. It's like, yeah, everybody thinks differently on that. You can't simply claim, like, oh, that's the only game worth 70. People need to start renting games so they can stop complaining about 70. I keep telling you that Gamefly is the answer. Anyone laughing at renting games but upset with 70 games is silly. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank and Miles say hi with their ray tracing modes. Yeah, Insomniac has somehow figured out how to do it. Insomniac doesn't seem to have a problem putting ray tracing in their game. I alluded to a Colt Eastwood quote, something about Sony having one and done games and he was going to play Crackdown 3 for hundreds of hours with his friends. I don't really I don't really care what people do with their time. Like if you if that's what you want to do with your time, man go for it. Like if you if you think that if you think Crackdown and Redfall are good showcases for a platform, man go for it. I I would imagine most gamers are going to call your credibility into question because those are bad games. I think we can get to a point where you objectively say, no, that's a bad game. That game didn't do well. That game didn't score well. That game wasn't that game wasn't ready for launch. You know, and that's one metric of comparison. Are, so is, is <laughs> are battle royale games then infinitely better than all single player games cuz you can play Fortnite for months, years even. Many people have you can play Call of Duty Warzone for months and years. By that metric alone, no, nothing compares to Fortnite, Apex Legends, or Call of Duty Warzone. When you reduce a game's quality and its worth down to one thing, goodness gracious, you can make the most ridiculous arguments. <laughs> That's... That's not how you measure the quality of a game. Now, you can measure that as a qualitative value transmission to you as the consumer. I really value something I can play over and over again or can play with other people. Russell, that has since been corrected. Apparently, the demo version they were playing was 30 FPS in the open areas and 60 FPS in combat. That has since been corrected that the launch version of the game will have no day one patch. It's ready to go, and it's 60 FPS all the time if you choose performance mode. So it sounds to me like they didn't have performance mode optimized for the open world, so it was likely defaulting to a a frames per second cap or something. I don't know. My guess would be they prioritized getting performance mode to run really well in the fights because it matters a whole lot more there, uh, especially the big set piece fights, the icon fights, the boss fights, etc. But the the performance mode we're being told is is going to run just fine in the open world areas. Now I'm going to obviously take issue if that's not true. I said that in my show open. I said I I will not abide that. I don't care if it's a PlayStation Five exclusive. I don't care if this is considered a big win for PlayStation. If it can't maintain 60 FPS and it starts dropping into the 30s, I'm going to have a problem with that. Now, frame drops here and there are going to happen. If I go into an area and it it stutters a little bit and frame drops, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's it. I'm dropping this thing down to a 6. Like, that's not how it works. When performance issues are endemic to the experience, it's bad all of the time. 
the screen tearing in Jedi Survivor, the litany of problems in Redfall, that's when you're allowed to call foul. A frame stutter? A frame drop in a particular area? I, that, I, don't, I don't think you get to call foul on that. It's got to be endemic to the experience for you to claim, oh yeah, that game is bad, broken, or has performance problems. I went into one room and it dropped to 50 FPS. Well, okay. <laughs> Could a first-party title be nearly disqualified if it doesn't run as near flawless frame rate for its console? I don't see how that's acceptable. Well, I mean, it depends, right? I mean, it depends. Again, what, what's, where is it happening? How often is it happening? For example, you could play Horizon Forbidden West. I guarantee you can find parts in the game where the frame drops a little bit. Guaranteed. Same thing with uh, God of War Ragnarok. You can probably find areas in Ragnarok where the frame drops. Oh, it's a first-party title. That should never happen. That's disqualified. What? You see what I'm saying? Like, within reason, games are going to have stutters here and there. They're not going to run flawlessly. But then when I play Jedi Survivor and the screen tearing is incessant, come on. I didn't go into a room and get a little hitch or a stutter. It's constantly happening. Get out of here. That's those are those are different categories entirely. Those are different categories entirely in my book. Could we get 25 more likes on the video? We have not missed this member goal since November of last year. Guys, if you want to start gifting members, you can do it one at a time. You can do big bombs. Every 25 I give five. We've been maintaining a really, really strong member count. Maybe I took the wind out of the sails when I said I didn't want to do another Just Dance stream. Are you guys going to be that snobbish? Oh, he's not going to do a Just Dance stream. We're not doing it. I feel like the, the veneer on that incentive is, 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 is lowering... We need something else for 3500 okay? Which is more worthy of a Game of the Year contender, Hogwarts or Resident Evil 4? Um, That's tough, man. Resident Evil 4 is really good and getting a lot of praise. And Hogwarts was just so commercially successful. And it was such a pleasant surprise for a brand new title, a brand new IP. Reckless Gambit says, come on, guys. One at a time, we can do this. We don't need big bombs. We can do this, you know, one gifted at a time. Takes us to six. Thank you so much, Reckless. Reckless Gambit goes to Fan 80 No, I do not take my shirt off. Henry Heck is going to gift one. Thank you, Henry Heck. I appreciate that so, so much. Bumps us to seven. Just dance. It'll be okay. I would never give remakes game of the year. Right, like I don't, I, I don't have a strong opinion on whether or not a remake should win Game of the Year. I happen to think they have a much harder job to do it, to do it. Like some thought experiment, okay? Some thought experiment. Let's imagine that Hogwarts and Resident Evil Four were the only two games to launch this year. Something crazy happened. Some some almost world-ending apocalyptic event happened, and for whatever reason, we only got Resident Evil 4 in Hogwarts, I think it'd be a tough, it'd be a tough run because Resident Evil 4 is a remake, and that you get, you've got to consider that in the equation. Hogwarts was a brand new IP. 
So not only was Hogwarts commercially successful, it was critically praised. It was critically acclaimed. Like it did very, very well in the in the, in the review circuits, in the in public perception, public reviews, all of it. Yo, D Dizzle says, let's keep the member train going. He gives one and takes us to eight. I always expect somebody to come in with a big bomb to flex on everybody, but one at a time, guys, works. Do it. One gift at a time. Goes to Yasser Kerbushi. Don't sleep on Baldur's Gate 3. I think that I will. No one expected Hogwarts to be nearly... I already read that. Final Fantasy related. Do you think they should drop the numbering system like they mentioned they might do? I'll be honest with you. If this one was called Final Fantasy End End of End of the World, I don't know. Come up with a title that's better than that. That's garbage. Uh, Zubair gifts a member. Thank you, Zubair. It goes to Matt. I actually think if you want to bring in more people, if if they're if if Final Fantasy 16 is sort of like the catalyst game where they sort of take the combat in a way and they take the systems in a way that's like more accessible. I actually think the game could have been served by just a title. Just Final Fantasy Clive's Revenge. That, again, sounds terrible. Why did Raymond type the same thing that I said? That's really weird. Predator with a gifted membership takes us to 10. Gets us halfway there, practically. 10 out of 25. You guys are the best. It goes to Crafty Martin. Final Fantasy. This one needs 60 FPS. Keep the numbers. Remakes and remasters should have their own category at Game of the Year Awards. It's kind of hard to give them their own category. What if only one or two remakes come out in a year? Do you know what I mean? How long does a gifted membership last? I've been a member for months somehow. I haven't... uh, Have I just been gifted that many times? If you watch enough, Banshee, our audience is so generous, you're probably getting a gifted every month. It's based on loyalty. It's 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 based on loyalty, so. Would love to see a Lono character come out uh, for a co-op Baldur's Gate playthrough. I don't do playthroughs of games, though. I didn't realize so many gamers didn't realize every Final Fantasy is a standalone game. I thought that was understood. But here's the thing. If you're coming in from the outside... How are you supposed to know that? Tell tell me. I'm I'm not I'm not being like I'm not being like critical and I'm not pushing back that hard. I'm saying if you're completely on the outside and you don't play Final Fantasy games and you see Final Fantasy 16, what what communicates to you that it's 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 a standalone game? You watch the trailer, you see Similar art styles, similar characters. You see similar fighting and combat styles. See a bunch of numbers popping up. You're like, yeah, it's another Final Fantasy game. I, I, I'm not saying that Final Fantasy VII Remake won tons of awards. That is true. Is the KOTOR remake dead? I think it is. I think it is, Brap. Yo, AOZ gifts a member and takes us to 11... Goes to our boy FCAT. What's good, FCAT? Google search. Google are basically YouTubing it. Okay. So, 
you just gave the answer that is why lots of people don't know that. <laughs> like, why would they Google search? Why? They see Final Fantasy 16, and as a consumer, they make an assumption. When you see Diablo 4, are you like, are you like, oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I need to go use Google. Is that a continuation of the Diablo story? Is it, is it completely uh, isolated, right? How do you know? Hey, somebody ordered some coffee earlier today at 9.52. Legendary Solidus. Thank you so much for ordering some coffee. How did I see that? Oh, I clicked on the name. Cool. Final Fantasy 16 as a title scares people away. Right. It doesn't it doesn't create the mystery gap that you think it creates. You're not like you, you, think about it like this. The average consumer is like, "Oh, Final Fantasy 16. Yep, Final Fantasy's making another game. Cool." And they go on with their day. They go on with their day. Is Lono counting his memberships in base 7? Like, why would I look up something that seems obvious? Right, it doesn't create an inquiry provoked. Like, it doesn't provoke inquiry. They're like, oh yeah, here comes another Final Fantasy. So I'm just talking about it. You want a decaf reforge roast? My wife thinks we should do one. I just don't, I don't know. It's really expensive to do an order. And so I don't, I don't want to do... I do. I don't want to do a um, a de- a decaf. I worry that it wouldn't sell very well, and then we'd be, you know, I'd have a ton of coffee sitting here. I see both sides, says Derek. This close to twenty. Every other series rebooting or reverting to to use titles. Final Fantasy sixteen sounds cool. Final Fantasy twenty one will sound cool. Every Final Fantasy has different looking characters and never shows the same gameplay. Alright. Let me try another approach here. I think you guys are you're doing that thing where you're having a hard time coming at this from another person's perspective. Think of your favorite music genre or a music genre that you really enjoy. One of the genres I really enjoy is metal, okay? And I'm going to list a bunch of bands and music snobs are going to get into the comments or the chat and say, that's not really metal. You know what? I don't care what you think about categories for music. So don't waste your breath. Okay. I like August Burns Red. I like As I Lay Dying. I enjoy Kill Switch Engage. Okay. These are bands that I think are dope. They shred. They're awesome. They're intense. They Their music speaks to me. Okay. Commonly, people will hear metal and say, what? It all sounds the same. I can't differentiate one band from the next. I can't differentiate one song from the next. Okay? So, yeah, I enjoy Demon Hunter. So, which, by the way, if you enjoy Demon Hunter, the new Project 86 album's coming out. I've heard it, and it's it's the heaviest project music they've ever created. Some of it is, it reminds me of early Demon Hunter. So, the same thing applies here. People unfamiliar, people unfamiliar with Final Fantasy 16 do the same thing. 
They look at it from the outside and they see the name, they see the number, and that's the degree that they that they dive in. No, I don't I don't I don't enjoy hip hop. That's the degree to which they dive in. They're they're on the outside. They're like, "Yeah, I I, I it's just it's another Final Fantasy." So they don't look at the gameplay and 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 analyze the differences. Like you listen to a song by August Burns Red, and then you listen to a song by As I Lay Dying, and you can hear differences in style, uh, rhythmic decisions, how participatory is it, how many breakdowns are there, how's the lyrics, how's the vocalist differentiated, are there singing segments, As I Lay Dying, Shaped by Fire has lots of singing that I, I enjoy that more, it lets, the, it lets the music breathe, the latest ABR album is amazing, but it tends to rush over you like water, it's very, very intense, so different different styles might land on you differently. People aren't doing that with Final Fantasy 16. They're on the outside looking in and they're saying, oh, it's another Final Fantasy game. And you're doing that thing with the metal. You're like, oh, but they did this with the combat and it's different characters and they're approaching the world differently and oh, the icon fights. Listen, man, that's great. That's great, brother. Like, you you get it. You're in. You understand it. You speak Final Fantasy. Just another Final Fantasy is like saying just another Bethesda game. I'm not saying it's legitimate. I'm giving you a viewpoint into why people don't invest or investigate into how is Final Fantasy 16 different than 1 through 15. They don't investigate because they make an assumption. Is the assumption correct? No. Is the assumption and the opinion correct that all metal music sounds the same? No. That'd be like saying all classical music sounds the same. It's not true. It's subjectively true for that person. They don't understand the difference between, you know, Mozart and Bach. Like, they don't get it. Oh, it all sounds the same. Like, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with somebody thinking that. But all I'm trying to do is help you see why somebody won't investigate. They're not going to go to Google and say, okay, just how different is Final Fantasy 16 than all the rest now I will say this I think Final Fantasy 16 potentially may drive people to do that they may take an interest why because it looks really cool the big fights those big icon fights those big insane boss fights or like big kaiju fights that might be enough to make somebody say okay now wait a minute that, that you got my attention I, I've never seen a game like this before this looks really really good gamers will watch trailers and read don't agree with you you don't have to agree with me what I'm saying is true there, it, 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 it doesn't need to be agreed with people don't the average gamer doesn't do what you and I do Veter. they don't They don't, bro. My assistant pastor wanted August Burn Red songs for worship. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, you got to get into a philosophy about corporate worship there and, like, how participatory can that be, right? Come on. 
the, the tempo the tempo and the range and the speed with which songs are sung are not always conducive to like a bunch of people singing together that's not participatory at all abandoning the numbered system could appeal to a wider audience sure but it would enrage the fans got to keep the numbers I played so many different JRPGs that I can tell them apart. Right. You speak their language, bro. Like, you understand the differences in choice, style, substance, uh, you know, the way they do the way they do all their systems. You get it. You get it. I played no JRPGs and all the games look identical to me. Right. That doesn't mean they are all the same, but to to a consumer with the lack of experience, you're just going to look at it and say, yeah, no, that doesn't really invite, it doesn't invite intrigue, it doesn't invite interest. That's not, I'm not knocking the game. I'm saying, this is true of everything, by the way. Fighting games, sports games. Look, look, look. People do this with PlayStation, do they not? When they don't own a PlayStation, and, and they don't, and they don't play those games. What do they say? Oh, they're all movie games. They're all the same. Yeah, you've never played them. That's why you think that. Nobody with a shred of honesty and intellectual credibility would play Returnal and then play Ratchet and Clank and then play Ghost of Tsushima and then play God of War Ragnarok and then play The Last of Us Part Two and say, oh yeah, they're all basically the same. If you said that, I would never trust what you say about video games because it's demonstrably false. But... When you hear that criticism, it always comes from people who don't play the games. There was a guy on Twitter who literally said that. He's like, I thought all PlayStation games were the same. I thought they were bad. He's like, I got a PS5, and I realized I've been lied to for years. He was listening to Xbox podcasts that were just lying to him. You're just out here spreading you know, propaganda, basically. It's a way to cope. It's like, oh, we can't admit those games are good. Well, yeah, now you're facing a significant problem. Because the landscape's about to slide in one side's direction. And what are you going to keep telling people? But they're movie games! Shut up! This took a strange turn? No! It all stems from the same thing. It all stems from the same problem. Lack of exposure to something will cause reductionistic conclusions about those things. If I don't have experience with metal music, I'll be reductionist. Oh, it all sounds the same. I don't have experience with Final Fantasy games. I just see Final Fantasy 16. I'm going to be reductionist and dismiss it and say it's just another Final Fantasy game. People do that with PlayStation games. They don't play them. So they, oh yeah, they're all the same. It all stems from the same problem. And what happens? Zubair said, I didn't believe the hype about PlayStation games. Then he got a PS5. That guy on Twitter was like, I thought all the games were bad. And then I got a PS5. I realized I've been being lied to about how good these games are. And and listen, I had that attitude about FromSoft games. I had that attitude about FromSoft games. And what happened? Jedi Fallen Order was a catalyst for me to get into games like that. I thought, oh, they're all the same. They're just brutal hard and annoying. And to some extent, they are brutal hard and annoying. But my lack of experience in FromSoft games made me look at them in a simplistic way. And then I got a catalyst into those games in Jedi Fallen Order. I actually think Final Fantasy 16 could be a catalyst for people because the trailers alone, I think, are drawing attention. 
I think people are like, wow, I, I, this looks like something I need to try out. Ozzy's saying it. Final Fantasy 16 is different. It caught my attention. Yes, I will be live streaming the PlayStation Showcase tomorrow. Yes. Listen, guys, we're going to shift gears in about 15 minutes. I've got a really good video about Jim Ryan. Is he wrong about PlayStation games coming to PC? We need 14 more members to hit this goal. We've not missed it since November of last year. I'm going to get everything set up. You guys have a little bit of time. The Jim Ryan video will be a publicly viewable video to everybody, but then I debrief after the fact with the members. So you're not going to want to miss that. All right? schedule stream what are we calling that okay jim ryan is wrong debrief jim oh come on jim ryan is wrong debrief uh what should we put on the yeah we'll just use spider-man 2 it doesn't really matter for member streams like what game we're in um where is he there he is Um, what what do I have as the hashtag? Gaming Reforge Reforge Game. Okay, members, visibility, members only. We'll do. Yo, JC is gonna gift a member. Thank you so much for doing that. Pushes us to twelve, basically getting us halfway there. Customization. Let's do that too. We'll have a redirect back to the main show. Let me add that to the count there. 12. I have to give five when we hit 25. It's a great way to bring a bunch of new people with us to the debriefs when they happen. Eighteen months from Storm. It's a VIP plus. Thank you so much. Can you please justify the Baldur's Gate hate you spewed a few minutes ago? I'm mostly joking. Curious as why you dismissed it. I don't think it looks like a game I'm going to spend any time in. I don't. I didn't see anything in in the Baldur's Gate three gameplay that was compelling. I looked at it and was like, eh, "Have fun." That's not for me. I maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I watched the wrong video. But I was like, "Cool, man." I don't. I'm not going to play that. It didn't. It didn't look like it was transcending anything. It looked. It. It. I don't know. It looked old to me. It didn't. It did not look like something that I would spend any time in. That's not hate. Let me bump it to thirteen. DK Bagger bumping the me- bumping the member count again. I do more, but I'm a broke fool. Hey, you're good, man. Any bit helps, JC. Thank you. Don't you worry about that. I mean. I'm willing to admit I haven't seen enough, but I watched one trailer for Baldur's Gate 3 and I was like, I don't get what all the, what's the hype about? What? I'm not seeing it. I don't understand. It's, uh, it, that's not me hating or talking down to it. I just watched and was like, okay, what, why does everybody think this game is, is so good? I don't, I'm not understanding. I, I didn't, I didn't see it. Incoming video, Baldur's Gate. I was wrong. Lono <laughs> Chris clicked on the audio descriptive version. Fair enough. I think it looks great. I mean, I, I'm I'm always open to watching more and being wrong. But you know, first impressions sometimes are, are incorrect. 
You know, my first impressions of Final Fantasy 16 was looks amazing, crazy awesome set pieces, moment to moment combat with trash ads, looks kind of rough, looks kind of spongy and drawn out, looks like the kind of game that I typically skip. You know. You have to be a D&D fan. Yeah, like right now, Baldur's Gate 3 gameplay. I mean, I'll try to put it into words. I will. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 gameplay demo three years ago, two months ago. Yeah, here's just the reveal trailer. All right. Okay, it's cinematic. It's cinematic. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. The characters look amazing when they're picking out their characters. Cutscenes look great. But then once I'm in gameplay, I, I don't see anything that's compelling. I just see it. I just see a game that there's just something about it. It looks it looks like a, an older style dungeon crawler. It looks like the combat is the the combat looks almost turn based. The combat looks almost turn based. It just doesn't look like I would enjoy it. I'm not saying it is a bad game. Not saying it's a bad game. I'm saying I don't see a game that I would dive into. I just don't. Combat looks like that halting stand around and swing at each other. And I, dude, miss me with that. I fall asleep in those kind of games. Like, oh no, it's a polar bear. And the polar bear stands there and you stand there and you just, you do a thing. And then the polar bear does a thing. And I'm like, like, wake me up when this is over, bro. Wake me when September ends. I'm not playing this. I feel like I'm playing a game from the 90s. Like, we're, like, no shade, tab-based in MMO and turn-based? Homie, that's dated. We did that because that was technical limitations of games. Continuing to do it? No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. Moment to moment, action, let's go. ARPG, action, you know, or third-person action RPG, let's go. I want player feedback. I want moment to moment. I want things to be happening. I don't want to stand and swing an axe at a polar bear that, and then and, and he swings at me and numbers pop up. <sighs> Riveting. Like, no, I'm good. You don't like strategy turn-based games? No. XCOM style games, turn-based games? Bro, if I wanted to play a board game, I'll go play a board game. That's not shade. I feel like I'm playing a board game on my computer or on my, my console. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying they're bad games, but they I feel like I'm playing a board game. Move here. Alright, don't move anymore. Alright, press some things. Attack. Oh, they attacked back. Bro, I can play a game like that with my kids with dice. And I that's fine. I enjoy that. But in a video game? No. The video game is supposed to deliver something more than that. And it did in the past because... Again, I feel like we were dealing with technical limitations. That's why almost all MMOs are going towards action-style combat. They're not doing tab-based or turn-based. We don't, we don't need to do that anymore. It's 2023. You don't need to have my character stand there and swing his axe and have a number pop up. You can, you can have it be moment-to-moment. You can have it be action. You can have it be you know interactive. If you enjoy those games, man, more power to you. I, I can't do it. I fall asleep. I'm like, no, thank you, bro. 
right, we got nine minutes to get 12 members. We are up against the wall. We haven't been this close to missing it in a long time. We had a lot of people here today. If you tune in on the regular, you're a regular listener to this channel. I didn't run ads for the last two hours and 13 minutes. What we do runs on members. So consider jumping in on your own. It's five bucks. No, I'm not a Pokemon guy. Uh Uh-uh. No. I remember playing Pokemon on the Game Boy Color and liking it, but that's a lifetime ago. That was back when that was more acceptable in my mind. Can we cancel you for your takes on t- against turn-based games? No. He's making the point that people can be reductionist about things like turn-based combat. No, I'm not making that point. That's my opinion and experience in turn-based games. I don't enjoy them. I'm not reducing them and saying they're just board games. I'm saying that's what I feel when I'm playing it. I feel like I'm playing a digital board game. And that's why I don't like it. I I do. I think people have a really hard time divorcing when somebody's just being honest about their subjective opinion and why... And why they don't play a game and you internalize that as criticism and it's like I'm not criticizing turn-based games you have got to get out of that lane it just leads to needless bickering it's like bro people are allowed to not like things it's just it's it's it I'm not saying I never once said turn-based games suck they're boring and they're worthless and I might there might as well be a board game I said that's my experience when I play them yo catwalk's gonna give five he gets us right on the doorstep of 18 out of 25 we need seven more members you guys are maintaining an amazing member count you guys are gonna keep that beard trim in reach we're currently sitting at 3177. I call turn-based games what they are, naps. (laughs) A lot of people don't like turn-based. Not everyone likes the same stuff. Same Lono, turn-based games always bored me because they felt like digital board games. Right, and, you know, if, if, if it doesn't vibe with you, that's totally fine. Hey, if you guys are over there on kick, you're gonna have to come over to YouTube. It's time to come over to YouTube. Um... You don't have to. I'll say it. Turn-based games are mid. Yo, Zep says, we're not missing it. Not on my watch. He gets us to 28 members on the day. I now owe you five in the premiere. This is why I gift the members in the premiere. It gives you the maximum amount of time to hit the goal. So generous. Thank you, Zep. He's like, bro, not on my watch. We're not missing it. Their problem solved. We have not missed that goal since November. This was Wheezy's idea. He was like, bro, set a goal and gift once you hit it. I was like, okay. Lona looks at turn-based like I look at shooters. You know what's funny? Bro, I, I don't get excited about shooters that much anymore. I used to be all about shooters, and now I'm kind of like, eh, I've I played it. I've played shooters. You know, they're going to have to do something big to get me back into a shooter. I love them, but I'm just kind of like, eh. I'd much rather play third-person action-adventure. Give me a sword. Give me a crazy thing. You missed a resub. Yo, Catwalk with three months. Y'all are better than this. Let's hit the member goal. Thank you for three months, and it's a VIP Catwalk. 
which resub did I miss? I thank Storm for 18 months and a VIP plus. I'm not sure which one you're claiming I missed. Enough. Shut up with his shooter talk. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta evolve. You gotta evolve, man. I get bored real fast. I've evolved as a gamer, man. First person shooters. You gotta bring something. You gotta bring something hot. I know there's a lot of people setting their sights on first person MMORPG, buddy. You're gonna have to bring the greatness, or I'm gonna put you down real fast. I, I will put you down real fast. You gotta bring greatness. There's a lot of people gunning, no pun intended. There's a lot of people gunning for first person shooter MMORPG. My belief is that clash will lead to somebody rising in excellence, but for now, it hadn't happened. Been a lot of, uh, I don't know. Been a lot of boredom out there. Been a lot of, nah, I'm good. I feel like I've played this before, right? FPS arena style? Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. I like destructible environments and shooters. Shooters in general, blasphemy? No, I'm just I'm just kind of bored with them. I've been playing shooters since Wolfenstein, man. You just get worn out. Play play a sports game for over a decade and then and then try to get excited about a sports game. Play a racing game for the better part of a decade and try and get excited about a racing game. I've been playing shooters since the first one came out. I went from Wolf 3D to Doom to Quake 2 to Quake 3 to Unreal Tournament to Call of Duty, 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 to Destiny, 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 Destiny. Bro. You know, you're going to have to really drop something special to get my attention. What will the schedule look like tomorrow? So tomorrow we'll kick off the day with PlayStation Showcase Expectations. I'll do an upload of some kind. We will hang out with members, and it'll be like a PlayStation Showcase waiting room. A great reason to become a member. It's five bucks, right? And if you can't afford it, be here as often as you can. Go to this premiere we're about to go to. You might get a gifted membership from me, and then you can hang out with us tomorrow in the PlayStation Showcase waiting room, right? Any play of the Twisted Metals? No, I never played any of the Twisted Metals games, huh? It's time to revitalize your love for some of the games that bring them back. The Grand Tour game. (laughs) Yeah. You want to get me back into a shooter? You better do what Doom did. Not Doom Eternal, the one before it. What was it? Doom 2016? That's how you get me back into a shooter. That's why I think they need to hand Halo to id Software. Gotta do to Halo what you did to Doom. Get it out of where it was. Bring it to the present. Halo's never left where it was. You just changed the color. You got to, man. Hand Halo to id. Do it. They can take that game where they took Doom into the 21st century. Did they fix gifting on mobile? I don't know. Test it out. You got a minute. You got one minute. I'm going to be giving you guys a link in chat in just a moment. It'll also be the featured video on this stream, on this channel. PS5 games. Jim Ryan was wrong about PC games. That's what uh, that's what somebody's claiming. 
They're claiming that this man was wrong, and I react to what they had to say. It's time to go over there, okay? Time to go over me. All right, I'm going to put a link in chat. I'm also going to, oh, shoot, I didn't schedule the redirect. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm losing my grip. I'm losing my grip. I almost didn't make it. Whew. Got it. I almost didn't do it before noon right there by the buzzer. Okay, I'm going to put a link in chat. Do me a favor. Smash the like button on this video before you head out. And when we get over to this Jim Ryan video, I need you to smash the like button over there as well. Also, feel free to leave a comment on this stream or that video over there. It helps them out. And then, hey, members, you get to debrief after this video. It's spicy, all right? That's a great reason to become a member, all right? This one gets a little spicy. I'll see you guys over there in the premiere, and I'm going to go gift five members. Feel free to gift more over there if you want. I'll see you in the chat.